Yud Aleph Amud Aleph Zaktahili Gigimaya Lishna Achrina Amri La Amr Abihuda Mashmuel. The Gemara brings a different lashin. Amr Abihuda Mashmuel Mutter Lishan Bekilas Chasanim Besukal Afishein Lagag. So he says you're allowed to sleep. And what we said yesterday was called a Kilas Chasanim, which is a, a like a kind of canopy. You're allowed to sleep in the Sukkah Nikilas Chasanim. Lefi Shein Lagag because it doesn't have a roof. Alpha Pishigavaya Asara. So in this Lashem, we don't care about the height of the bed. We care about the width of the roof. In the, in the Lashem on Dafyod, we care about the height. In the Lashem on Dafyod Aleph, we care about the width of the roof. If there's no roof, then there's no problem. If a person slips in a, sleeps in a kila, he's not yaitze. So the chayyeh you see, you're not yaitze in a kila. So it's talking about if there is a roof, and if there's a roof, the male of is you are not yaitze in if you sleep in a kila where there's a roof, and the male that's the according to the pshat. Good. Now according to the pshat, according to this lashon, it's all dependent. On the roof. Tashima, another raya, same raya we had yesterday. Nakliten shnayim. Nakliten means that the other oh, we go, that's nakliten. That there are two poles and the the uh, thing is draped over both poles. That's called nakliten. That's, uh, that, and that's two. The kinefis are about, kinefis are four. If there'd be two on each end of the bed and then the, the canopy would be draped over for a very wide space. So, if you do it on top of the canopy of Kinefis, then it's possible. If you do it on top of the Nakhliten, on top of the one pole, the halacha is, it's kasher because there's no gag. But the Nakhliten cannot be ten tfachim off the bed. You see over here that it's a problem by Nakhliten. Even if there's no gag, why should it be a problem? The Shmuel just said, Shmuel just finished saying that we don't care about height, we care about width. So why should Nakhliten be a problem? So I think it's similar to what we said yesterday. Shani Nakhliten Dikvi. There's Nakhliten a very kavua. They're very solid, they're connected to the bed. And the male of these Nakhliten are a problem. If they're kavua, so they should be serious, uh, they should be a problem. Like Kinefis, just like Kinefis is a problem. Now Clayton should also be a problem. So to Gemara, Legabe Kinefis, like V, Legabe Kila, Kvi. Klape Kinefis, it's not considered enough kavua. But Klape Kila, it is considered enough kavua. So therefore, what? If you have Nakhliten, then it's a problem if it's 10 Tvachim high. If you have a Kilo, which is less Kavua, a much lighter structure, so then if it's, if, if no matter how high it is, as long as it's thin, the Allah is its Kasher, and Kinefis is always a problem because Kinefis is wide. That's the second Lashin of Shmuel. A person is allowed to sleep in a Kilo. So this is a We never had this before. You're allowed to sleep in a kila no matter how wide the roof is, no matter how high it is. There's no problem of sleeping in a kila 
in a sukkah, even if it's wide and even if it's tall. Fred the Gemara, why? So that's not like either Lashon. Why should you be allowed to sleep? So the Gemara says something very interesting. Keman, Kirab Yehuda, Da'amar, Lo'yasi, Oyal Arai, Umevata Lo'yal Kva. Rabbi Yehuda's shita is that when you have an Oyal Arai, it's not Mevatel if it's under the roof of an Oyal Kva, it will not be Mevatel that roof. So if you put a small kila or, or, or a small bed, a guy wants to sleep on a bunk bed, according to Yehuda, on, under a bunk bed, that is its mutter, because an oil arai, a bed is considered an oil arai, is not mevata or sukkah, which is an oil kvan. Now, even though we said a sukkah is a diras arai, but klape a bed, a sukkah is a diras kvan. So when you have a diras arai, a diras arai is not mevata a diras kvan, and a mela, according to Yehuda, any this any of these kind, even if it's wide, even if it's high, the halach is it's going to be kosher because it's considered a diras aray. A aray, a diras aray is not mevatel and ayokva. And a male person has to know where's your diras aray, where's your oil aray, and where's your ayokva. If your office is your oil kva and your learning is your oil aray, vayasi oil aray umevatel oil kva. Fashteitzach when you're standing shmonesrei, your head is full of all the business you're going to make because that's your oil kva. But if a person's oil kva is shifty b'veis Hashem, call you mechay, and no matter how much time you spend, but your oil kva is right here in the Bismadish. So then, loyosi alayai umevat alayal kva. Avad, person has business. Person has other things he's busy with. It's true. But it's only business. It's only something you're busy with. But it's only oil arai. When you come to Shemayim, you're going to have a gezunta oil kva. Your oil kva is shifty. Beveis Hashem. Call you mechaye. That is the way a person has to view it. And then a Yehuda teaches us. Le'asi oil arai umevata le'al kva. Tetanam, we're holding it out from the middle of the Amr. Amr of Yehuda, Nergimayinu, we used to have a minig, Lishain Tachas Hamita, Pifneas Kainim. We would sleep under the bed in front of this Kainim. Now, the reason why Yehuda would do that is because in those days, they didn't, you didn't just learn Tyre. They used to go to the uh, Rishishivas and they used to mamish sleep and eat by the Rishivas. They were mamish busy over there all day. So when they used to go to sleep, there wasn't enough room for all the Talmudim. So it wasn't like today that if the dorm doesn't have every single thing you need, you don't go to yeshiva. In those days, he slept under the bed. As they get this, when a person's going to learn, he slept under the bed. So Mela, Rabbi Yehuda says, he used to sleep under the bed in front of this Canaan. And, and, and what was the Raya? He was sleeping in the sukkah, obviously. So Lachaya, what's the Raya? You see that there's no mitzvah. Of there's nothing wrong with sleeping under the bed in a sukkah because an oil arai is not mevatel an oil kva. So you see from a you a lot of sleep under the bed in the sukkah. So let me ask you a question. You're Isaac the mitzvah. Person that's going to learn Torah by his rabbi. He's Isaac the mitzvah. He's potter min mitzvah. So why do you have to why 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 do you have to come on that it's kosher under the bed? You're Isaac the mitzvah. So the Allah is when it comes to limin atayra and you have a different mitzvah, you're mechuyiv. It depends what the situation is, but it's there's no halacha leisik mitzvah when it comes to tamatayra. Even though tamatayra is the most chash of a mitzvah, but you, if you have a mitzvah, you have shalasas like For example, sleeping in the sukkah, you're mechayik to sleep in the sukkah. We're going to see later. Person learns. We'll see later while you're learning. So then maybe it's a different story. Then maybe but akapalim sleeping, which is not mamish learning, even though it wouldn't be considered maybe leisik mitzvah. And Amelia Yehuda is proving. That the fact that he slept under the mita in front of his kainim, obviously you're allowed to sleep under the mita in the sukkah. 
Why did Rabbi Baravuna had to say Mutulishin Bikila make a whole stickle tire? Just say Talach is like Yehuda. Everybody knows the Mishnah in Sukkot Daf Chafalaf. So just say Talach is like Yehuda. So at the Mariam, Talach is like Yehuda. Avamina Hanimili Mita Tilagaba Suya. I would think that the reason why Yehuda holds you allowed to sleep under the bed is because the purpose of the bed is to sleep on top of the bed. So now if you're sleeping under the bed, that's not considered an oil because really the top, it's, like a, it's like a table. When a guy sleeps under a table, the purpose of a table is not to go under the table. The purpose of a table is to be on top of the table. So that's not considered an oil. So maybe that's the reason for Abu Yehuda. But let's say you have a kilo. So you have a kilo, which is a canopy, which is meant to sleep inside the kilo. Maybe even according to Abu Yehuda, it would be a problem. Kamash will on time with Abihuda, the reason for Abihuda, the Leo Saleh Rai, Umavata Leo Kva, Laishna Mita, Laishna Kila. So that's the answer. Because the Pshan Abihuda is not because Mita de la Gaba. So the Pshan Abihuda is because an Eil Rai is not Mavata Leo Kva. Mela, Rabbi Baravuna says that you're allowed to sleep in a kila, in a sukkah, because he passes Gabiuda. We do not paskin like Rabbi Baravuna. We paskin, you are not allowed to sleep under a bed in a sukkah. And a mela, we would have to go with these halachis, the tulu shyness of Shmuel. What it has to look like, there's a specific criteria that it has to look like in order to be able to sleep under the kilo. According to the first lashon, it depends on the height. It can't be ten tvachim. According to the second lashon, it depends on the width of the tap, and it cannot be a wide uh, kilo or a wide, uh, well, not kliten's always a problem. It can't be a wide kilo. Zokte Mishnah Yud Aleph, Ahmed Aleph, Hidle Allah, Es HaGefen. So this is your beautiful sukkah, and you have Es HaGefen, this is your Gefen tree, and you take some of the leaves from the tree, and you put it over the sukkah. If someone can't see, just let us know, we'll move it a little bit further back. So you put the Gefen on top of the sukkah, Ves HaDalas, or a gourd vine, Ves HaKisas, or a different or ivy, a different kind of plant, and you put schach on top of the branch as possible because we said that Allah is a schach cannot be mechobalakarka and male over here because mechobalakarka and male of the schach is possible. If you have more schach than vines, or you cut it off, if you would cut off the vine, the Allah is its kasha because now it's not attached anymore. Zach cloud is the rule. By anything which is or doesn't grow from the ground, you know how to use Fischach. Anything that's you know how to use Fischach. And anything that doesn't grow from the ground, you know how to use Fischach. So metal is number one, number two, so you know how to use it Fischach. But let's say you have wood. So how you let you, are you allowed to use wooden slats? Fischach are wooden slats, no. Wood, flat wood, is not mekabotum. It has to be a cleat. So really, you could, so technically, you could just hire a guy to take a bunch of planks and put it on top of your sukkah, and you'll be able to be pretty much protected from the sun. So just take a bunch of planks of wood and put it over your sukkah. It's not mekabotum. What's the problem? So we're going to see about that in the Gemara. Adin, you should be allowed to use planks of wood on your sukkah because not mekabotum. Anything, any flat piece of wood is not mekabotum. But metal is mekabotum. Metal doesn't grow from the ground. But metal also is not is mekabotum. And metal, you cannot use metal in your sukkah. 
Anything which is not Mekabal Toma and it goes in the ground, the halacha is you're allowed to use for schach. That's the rule. So he said from the Mishnah that if you cut it off, it's kasher. You have to shake it. Now the reason for that is, if you're going to go across, let's see in this picture, you're going to go and you're going to cut the vine. What's going to happen is the vine was already on the sukkah. So if you're going to cut it now, it's going to be a problem of tase the loymen us. It was already on the sukkah bipsol. Now you cut it. It's still on the sukkah. It's going to be a problem of tase the loymen But Rav says, so that's what Rav says, you have to shake it around. So you'll do like a new asiyah. Now when you, after you cut it, you shake it around. So then it's going to be kasher because you're doing a new asiyah on the sukkah, on the schach. Told, this was Rabbi Yisif, responded, Shmuel said this. So, he, he, so that's the statement he made. You said it in the name of Rav. Shmuel said it. Rabbi Yisif turned his face away. He got upset. He said, I never said Shmuel didn't say it. Rav maybe said it and Shmuel said it. I'm not disagreeing that maybe Shmuel said it. Also, I'm just quoting it from Rav. This I'm telling you. Shmuel is the one that said it, and Rav does not hold of your din. Rav holds, if you cut it, you do not have to shake it. As long as you cut it, the halach is it's going to be kosher, like we'll see in a minute. Rav holds, it's not a problem. Of Tasa, Veloy Kiha. The Gemara brings an interesting story. Do you have Amram Chasida? Of Amram Chasida, Rama Techelta Le Presuma De Inchi Beise, which means he used to put Cheles on his wife's Begadim, which is a fascinating thing. His wife used to wear tzitzis. And the reason is, why don't Nashim wear tzitzis? Because we Paskin, the Paskin doesn't say you don't have to wear tzitzis by night. The Paskin says, Risa Maisai. So Mela, we hold, like the Shita said, hold Risa Maisai is coming to be a mite that a Beged of Allah, Beged Laila is not Chayv and Tzitzis. A Mela Nashim are not Chayv and Tzitzis. Rav Amram Chasida holds no. A Beged Laila would be Melchayv and Tzitzis. He dashes Urisa Maisai to me a maid, a blind person's Beged, a person that's blind. Rachman Olatzlan, his Beged is not Chayv in Tzitzis. And a Mela, that's Rav Amram Chasida held that women are Chayv and Tzitzis. He used to put Tzitzis on his wife's Beged. That, that part is not relevant to us. What's relevant to us is the next part. Talon, he hung it, the light Pasak, so we have to appreciate what we have. That you walk into this farm store and you just buy strings. In those days, it wasn't so simple. Yet they had a very long string, and they used to have to cut it up into cut it up into eight strings and make it into eight, really four strings to go into your bag of tzitzis. So what happens is sometimes a person would stick it in, and then he wouldn't cut the strings till afterwards. So technically, he would take one string, go in, go out, go in, go out, till you have eight folds, and now really you have to cut the string first. But he didn't do that. First he put it in, and then he cut the strings. Is that a problem of Tase Veloi Minhasi? So first he put it in, and then he cut the strings. So good in this picture, it says it, they, they have that it was that he tied it. The Gemara just says he hung it. Right here they have a knot for Titus. You see, it was tied already. But you talk in that even the, we'll see later, even the hanging would be a problem. Even putting it into the bagad would be a problem. But Agapadim, he put it into the bagad, and he didn't cut 
the bottom strings. He didn't make them into eight strings. Then he had a shayla. What's the halacha? Is it a kosher beged? Asla kamei of chibur ashi. Amalei hachi amarav mefaskon vehenkshay. And Rav says, take a scissors. Actually, there's halacha. You're not supposed to use a scissors on tzitzis, but that could be only after it's kosher at tzitzis. Because before it's kosher at tzitzis, you could use scissors. But akapadim, the you, he took scissors. Rav says you take scissors and you cut them and there's no problem. Why is there no problem? I it's tasa v'leimenasi. Oh, there you go. Beautiful. I it's tasa v'leimenasi. So what's the shot? That there's no problem. The answer is that Rav holds the cutting itself is considered an asiyah. Asiyah doesn't have to be the rather you put it in, you put it in bipso. Once you cut it, you made a real change, so that's considered like a new maisa, and a male it's considered now the problem of Taslam and Asi, and a male it's kasha. That's what Rav said by Titsis. Alma and Zuri Asiyasan. The cutting it is considered the Asiya of the Titsis. Hachanamik Sisasan Zuri Asiyasan. The same thing by Soka. When you cut the branch, it's considered like you're doing a new maisa. So you don't have to shake the branch. All you have to do is cut it. Adamela, Kitsitsas, and Zuyasiasan, and the Allah is that it's kosher. That was Rav Hunish Tikotaira, that according to Rav, it's going to be kosher. Shmuel said in the name of Let's say you were in a rush and you put on sentence on two corners in one shot. Because you put it through two corners without cutting them. And afterwards, you cut the Rashi Chutim. Afterwards, you cut them apart and you made them into two separate strings. There you go. Two different, uh, begot, two different corners if you put them through and then you cut the bottom with a scissors. What's the halacha? So the Gemara says, and the Shmuel says, Ksherim. The halacha is it's kasher. So what do you see? You see that it's kasher even though you made the Asiyah and it's still kosher. So Vice Tessie holds, cutting it is not considered a problem. My love, Shekosher, the Achaikach Paisik. Aren't we talking about like we have in this picture that you tie the knot and then you cut it? Because the Gemara is assuming, like we mentioned before, that the tying is the main Asiyah of the Titus. So the Gemara thought you tie the knot and then, I don't know, Matthias, I guess it's Shaykh. From the picture, it's Shaykh. But I can put him, but you tie the knot and then you cut it. So my love, you didn't tie the knot. You just first put it through, and then you, then afterwards you cut it. So before you tie the knot, the Gemara is assuming when you have a beggar and you didn't tie the knot yet, that's not considered a problem of Tatsalab and Asi. The main part of the Tzitzis is the knot. It's not putting it in the beggar. And Amela, first you put it in the beggar, then you cut it. Then you tie the knot, so that's why Shmuel holds there's no problem of Tassalim and Asi. Remember what Shmuel's Chiddush for Shtetzach, if you just put it in, this shouldn't be a problem. Now the Tema Be'inun Knaf Bishas Psil Velaka. You would think it has to be kosher at the time, it has to be one cutoff at the time that you put it in the bagad, even without the knot. Kamash Malan, we don't care about putting in the bagad, we mainly care about the knot. And Amela, that's why in this case, if you don't put a knot in, it will be kosher. So according to Rav, the cutting is fine. According to Shmuel, your cutting would not constitute an asiyah, and you would have to shake it around, you'd have to do it again. If you hung the tzitzis in the baghead, and you didn't cut the chutim, it's possible. 
It sounds like it's possible forever, even if you cut it later, it's possible. It's possible until you cut it, because according to Rav, you could always cut it later. There's no problem. So Mele Shmuel holds, once you make the knot, you're done. You have to t- untie the knot and do it again because you cannot make tzitzis before you cut them separately. And Shmuel said, it's possible. So you see that Shmuel holds Pesika, cutting it, does not constitute a new asiya, and a Mela, it's a problem. Fatima may say, Talon, a person hung tzitzis, viachakach pasak rashi chutim shalahan, psulim, a person first hung the tzitzis, and then he cut the strings, the halach is its pasal. Number one, you see, before it's pasal. The oi tanya gabi sukkah, the brysa says by sukkah, you have to make the sukkah. It can't be made by itself. If you put all these things on top of the, of the sukkah, it's possible. The if you put it on top of the sukkah and you put schach, it's possible. So the Bryce says the reason why it's possible is because. So, what are we talking about? If you didn't detach them from the ground, you don't have to come on to tape clay to mechaber ninu. Why don't you just say it's mechaber? It's considered attached. And a male is something that's mechaber. It's possible enough to come on to tassle and say. Obviously, it's talking about that you cut it. Vekatani psula ushma mina deloy aminon kitzitzasan zuiyasiyasin. You see, mefurish that you don't say kitzitzasan zuiyasiyasin because we're talking about that you cut it later, and still it's possible. See, Raya that kitzitza doesn't work. Utiyofta de Rav. It's a kasha on Rav, a pircha on Rav, who says that you do say kitzitzasan zuiyasiyasin. Over here, you see that you don't. So the Gemara, the Gemara really could have said Rav is a Tana Upalik. Rav is a lot of disagree with Abraisa. But the Gemara wanted to get it a different way. Rav, an amazing thing. The only time Rav said, oh, there you go, beautiful. The only time Rav said that it's going to be kosher if there's a clear cut cut. Meaning if it's clear cut, everyone sees that it's separate, so that's considered an asiyah. But over here, if he just like ripped it apart, and there's a li- it's still like mamish deer, so to the, to the naked eye, it doesn't look like, unless you have a fancy picture like us, to the naked eye, it doesn't look like it's separate, so now that doesn't constitute an asiyah. Lemaith says detached. But it doesn't constitute an asiyah. And I mean, according to Rav, that's the case. You, you pulled it apart. And I mean, it looks like it's still attached. And that doesn't constitute an asiyah. And I mean, that's where that loch is. It will not be considered an asiyah. So I mean, that's the answer by Sukkah. Really by Sukkah, you did cut it. But you cut it in a way that it still looked like it's attached. So a person comes into you to learn, and his phone is in his pocket. I might say he detached a little bit, but it's not minker because it's still in his pocket. That maybe won't be so clever. But if you leave your phone in your car, or you leave your phone in your jacket, that's minkera kitsitasan. That means it's completely detached. And then you could come daven and learn like a mensch. 
about by titis? This is a nice shtickle tire by sukkah. But by titis, talon, v'yachakach, posa, kasha, l'rav. L'chaya, there it says by titis, it's not going to be kasha. L'chaya, it's a kasha on rav. And that the Gemara says kasha, it's a kasha, it's not a tufta, it's a kasha on rav. Rav doesn't have a problem with that. Rav holds a rav zatana. But I'll compare him, the Bryce seems to say, not like rav. So there's a halacha if your if your hadas has berries on it, it's a pasla hadas. If there's too many berries on your hadas, the halacha is it's not a kosher hadas. So let's say you put your lulav together and you chop that your hadas has berries. So you start pulling it off after your lulav is already together. Is that a problem of tasa for laimanasi? Because at the time that you put your hadas in and had berries, it was puzzle. And now you pull off the berries, now it's kosher. So the halacha is like this. Let's say you pull off the berries, the halacha is puzzle. Divir Abshim and Yitzadik. Abshim and Yitzadik holds, it's puzzle. The Cham Machshirin and the Cham say it's kosher. What's the Shailah? Savrua, the Gemara thought, Everybody holds a lulav has to have an aga. That thing that we tie around the lulav is an asiya in the lulav. There's some, you're doing something to the lulav. You're tying it. You're making a cheftz of a lulav. So a lulav needs an agad. So meluat. Do we learn a lulav out of a sukkah? By sukkah there's a problem of taslam and asay. So by lulav also there's a problem of taslam and asay. So what's the machlaikis? Why does the chacham hold its kasher? Demand the machshir, savar amin and gabe sukkah, kititzas and zuriyasiyasa. The chacham hold, you say by sukkah, when you pull off the berries, Pulling off the berries constitutes an asiya. It's a new asiya because you pulled off the berries. So mela, it's a new asiya. And mela, it's kasha. That's the cham shita. So that's a, that's the um, that's the, that's why the cham hold that it's kasha. Uman man man the machshir savar. I mean the gabe sukkah kititas and zuriyasiyasin. By sukkah we say the cutting is the asiya. The gabe lulav nami aminan lekitas and zuriyasiyasin. By lulav also we say that the lekita is also the asiya. So that's pshat in the chachamim. That's like rav. Uman the pasul savar loy aminan gabe sukkah kititas and zuriyasiyasin. The gabe lulav nami loy aminan lekitas and zuriyasiyasin. So it's a machlekes tanaim. Rav is going like the chachamim that you could pull off the berries afterwards because that's considered an asiyah and Shmuel is going like a Shimon Yitzhak that says you cannot put the bear, pull the berries off afterwards because it would be, not constitute an asiyah that's the Gemara thought it's a machlaikis tanaim beautiful machlaikis tanaim no you made the love yeah well, so the Gemara's Pasha is talking about the you ripped off the berries on Yamtiv, which you're not allowed to do. The, Avar, the reason why it says Avar is because you're over the Isra on Yamtiv. It's a big discussion. The, the, it's very interesting, Gael Chaner. The over here has a big discussion. It, does Lulav have anything to do with the Yamtiv of Sukkis? Is the mitzvah of Lulav have anything inherently to do with the Yamtiv of Sukkis? Or is it just a din to do it? Punk, that it happens to be Sukkis. But the Lulav is not connected to the Yamtiv of Sukkis. It's very relevant when, if you make the Lulav at night, if it's Shnegeh to the Yantav Sukkis, then at night is already considered as man of the Yantav Sukkis. If it has nothing to do with the Yantav Sukkis, it has everything to do with the test, the Yayim Tesvav, so it could be you have to wait to the day. But anyway, over there, there's a big discussion if you say an Asiyah even before Sukkah. What? Even before Sukkah. So in Arab Sukkah, if you say, if you say when, you make, when you tie your love, is it considered an Asiyah? 
Pashtas it is. Pashtas is still considered an Asiya. The case over here happens to be the Pashtas that you pulled out the berries when it's already Yamtav. Avav Aliktad means you pull out the berries when it was already Yamtav. So then for sure it's an Asiya. But Agapanim, seemingly the same Alacha would apply even before Yamtav. But over here we're talking about that it happened on Yamtav, and there for sure it would be considered an Asiya. And everybody disagrees with Rav. Everybody holds you don't say that the Ketzitz is the Asiyah. The Machlaikis is, is there a din of Asiyah by Luluf? The one that says it's Kasha, you don't know Luluf out of Sukkah. So Mela, it's not relevant to Allah of Ketzitzah because a Sukkah does, Luluf doesn't need an Asiyah. So Mela, even if you make the tying, that's garnished. So there's no problem with Tasla Minasai. And the one that passes holds you do learn Lola from Sokka. And a Mela, there's a problem of Taslam and Asai. And a Mela pulling off the berries would be a problem. If Lolov has to be tied, everybody agrees that because Lolov has an Asiya, you have to tie it. So Mela is a den of Taslam and Asai. Does the lulav have to be tied or not? It's a machlaikis tanaim. If you have to tie your lulav, you could just take random minim and hold them together, and zaygizun doesn't have to be tied. It's a machlaikis tanaim betanya lulav bein agud bein sheine agud kasher. If a lulav is tied or not tied, it's always kasher. Eb Yehuda imir agud kasher sheine agud pasul. Eb Yehuda says if it's not tied, it's Possible. My time at Abuda. How in the world does Abuda know that it has to be tied? The Torah doesn't say anything about tying your lulav. Yalef lekicha lekicha me agudas ezev. You learn from the agudas ezev when you make the bundle of ezev and you want to spritz the water, either the water of the metzayah or the water of paraduma. So it says ksiv hasam ulakachtem agudas ezev. It says over there, you take a bundle of Ezev. That's actually referring to by by uh, by by Pesach in Mitzrayim. They took a bundle of Ezev. Over here it says, you should take on the first day. Just like over there, by Pesach, it's an Aguda, it's a bundle. So over here also, it has to be a bundle. Yehuda learns out from Lulav, from Karm Pesach, that it has to be a bundle, you have to make it, you have to tie it, and make it into a bundle. I'm sorry, I skipped a line. They don't learn, from so according to Yehuda, every lulav has to be a bundle. According to the Cham, no, it doesn't have to be tied. All you need is your minim inside your lulav, and you're good to go. So to Gemara, so how do we paskin? Keman Azla Hadatanya, who is it going like? The Bryce says, Lulav, mitzvah la'agdai. There's a mitzvah to tie a Lulav. Vim la'agdai kasher. If you didn't tie the Lulav, it's kasher. Iyab Yehuda, according to Yehuda, kilayagdai my kasher. If you didn't tie the Lulav, why is it kasher? You have to tie it. You learn out of a good disease. You got to tie it. Iyab Anan, am I mitzvah? According to Iyab Anan, why is there a mitzvah to tie the Lulav? So at the Gemara, Elam Abanani, Omishim Shenemar, Zekeli, Veanveu, Hisnoah, Lefada B'Mitzvah. The nice way to do a lulav 
is to make a tithe. So really, for tassif lemonasu, according to Rabban, there's no problem because there's no halach of tying the lulav. It's just a din of beauty. But akapadim, according to Yehuda, there would be a din of lekicha. There would be a din of tying. It's that's the last tassif According to Yehuda, there's a din of tassif lemonasu. According to Rabban, there's no asiyah by lulav bechal, and a male there's no din of tassif lemonasu. According to last tassif. The world is out of a pasuk that the esrog is separate from the loaf, so the esrog doesn't have to be tied together with the loaf. Zog to Gemaya, Amar Minani, Zeklal, Davar Shemikabel Toma. How do you know that it has to be something that's Mikabel Toma and something that grows from the ground? Where is the Mikayer for this din? This is one of the most fascinating Gemarias in Shas. Listen to this halacha. How do you know that a, a sukkah, the schach of the sukkah, has to be made from something that grows from the ground and something? That is not Makabal Thomas. So the Gemara says something fascinating. The Pasik says that steam came up from the ground. There's a Pasik in Pashas Bracious. For those that are learning Chumash four minutes a day, it's a Pasik in Chapashas Bracious. And for those that are not learning four minutes a day, it's also a Pasik in Pashas Bracious. The Pasik says, How did the Radishim create Adam Rishon? There was no rain because Adam Rishon didn't daven for rain. So there was no rain. If you don't daven for something, you ain't going to get it, even if you deserve it. So there was no rain, because Adam Rishon did not dive in for rain. So what did Rav do? He brought up a steam from the ground, and then he made the earth, and that's what Adam Rishon was created from. An amazing thing. That's the Pesach says. The beginning of those foggy psukim, in the beginning of Pashas Bracious, that most people don't really understand. Over there it says this Pesach. So what does that have to do with Sukkah? So Melawat, an aid comes up from the ground. My aid. A cloud is not a cloud, and it comes from the ground. Sukkah also has the same halacha. That sounds like a big stretch. Sukkah has the same halacha, just like an aid. Same thing with a sukkah. What shaykhis? That's very gishmak. If the sukkahs were anani akavid, listen to this. We always think of the machlaikis. Anani akavid, not anani akavid, is a drush. It's a drush machlaikis. It wasn't anani akavid. It wasn't a sukkah. No, it is halachic ramifications to it. If you learn out of the anani akavid, so then you look at a cloud. And the Pasuk says, where does a cloud come from? It comes from the grain from the ground. And it's, it's not makabal So a sukkah has to be davashin makabal toma. If you do it, it's makabal But that only works if you hold anani akavid. El but according to the sheet of the host, it was Mamish Asoka. So my what are you what are you gonna say? How do you know that it has to be Gidulam and Ayats? It can't be Makabal Thomas. They see from here an amazing thing. Where is the Aremes to Sukkah? Right in the beginning of Briya Sailam, right in the beginning, when Adam, even before Adam Rishon was created, we already have a hint to number one, Ananiya Kavid. That's the remes to this aid. This aid was connected to the Ananiya Kavid. And it's connected to sukkah. We see many times, like we said before, references from sukkah to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, to the Pereiches, to the Kapayas. Here you see a reference to sukkah, to Mamish Briyas Ha'ilam. Sukkah was already hinted by Briyas Adam Rishin, was already hinted the Mitzvah of sukkah. But anyway, that only works if it's an Ani HaKavit. But according to the Shita, that it was Sokis, Michael, Mehmet Tanya, Keep a Sokis, Hushafti, Esbine Yisrael, Anani HaKavit, Hayu, Divi Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says it was an Ani HaKavit. And that's what the Targum, by the way, the Targum was a Tana. If you look 
Sukkah Targumunculus, Kiba Sukkah Seishavti, Targumunculus translates Ananiya Kavit. So Melo, the Targumunculus Paskins, like Abeliezer, Rabbi Akiva, Imer, Sukkah, Mamish, Asulahem. Rabbi Akiva says it wasn't Ananiya Kavit, it was Sukkah. Hadichali Abeliezer, Ali Rabbi Akiva, Michael, Imer, how does Rabbi Akiva know that a Sukkah has to be a Davar, Shegidulim, and Ayats, Ve'enem, Mikabal Toma? Kiyos, Yavdimi, Amr, Rabbi Yechanan, when Yavdimi came from? Eretz Yisrael. He said over in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan was the Rishiva, and Eretz Yisrael. He said like this, Amr, Kro, Chag HaSukas, Tasselucha, Makish, Sukkah, Lechagiga. It says Chag, Machagiga, Tavashen, Mikabal Toma, Vigidulim, and Ayats, an animal is not Mikabal Toma, and it grows from the ground because it gets its sustenance from the ground, so that's called Gidulim, and Ayats. Av Sukkah, Tavashen, Mikabal Toma, so a sukkah also is It's very beautiful. So I could take a, a skin from an animal and use it to cover my sukkah. That's what the Gemara seems to say. So the Gemara, Ima sukkah balichayim, Ima chagiga balichayim, Av sukkah balichayim. So lochaya, it loch maybe just like you learn out, but from the gedul minayets and any mekabel So maybe you learn out balichayim too. Lochaya. So then lochaya, the halacha should be, it should be kasher balichayim, should be kasher. So I think my different Joshua. So that was Ravdimi. When Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael, he said that shot in the name of Yechonah. Kiyasa Ravin, Ravin also traveled back and forth. Kiyasa Ravin, I'm Rabbi Yechonah, I'm Rabbi the Pasuk describes the Yom Tov of Sukkot and it says when you gather from your Geirin, from your Tvuah, from your wine. Where you, we're talking about using the junk from your Geirin and your Yaker, from your vines and your grain. That's what you use for a Sukkot. You use the junk, meaning it's not Mechabal And maybe that's how you know it's some, the branches are not Mechabal that's how you know it can't be uh, something that's makabal tumma. How do you know it's the branches? Maybe it's the grapes, maybe it's the wine, or maybe it's the tvua, and that is makabal tumma. Maybe it's the food. By the Pasik says wine, Yaakov means wine. So you can't use wine for schach, it's impossible. So Mela, obviously, it doesn't mean the wine itself, obviously, it means the branches. Who said, maybe it's the wine. Maybe it's the Ayin Karish that comes in a place called Sneer. That is similar to pressed figs. And this Ayin Karish is very thick wine. And therefore, maybe that's what you're using your sukkah. How do you know that it's that, that this Ayin Karish, how do you know we're not talking about wine? Maybe we are talking about this wine and and it's and it's yeah in Karish. Where does the name Sneer mention the tire? Anybody know? Where's Sneer? Huh? No, that, that's snap here. Very close. Where's the city of Sneer? This week's Pasha! Shkayashmochaim, what are the odds? The only place in Shah the Halacha of Sneer is mentioned in this week's Pasha. We're gonna lay in it tomorrow. The Pasha says now when you listen to Lenny, oh, I remember that. Tzidainim yikru l'charmayin siryayin. Tzidainim call harcharmayin siryayin. V'hamayri yikru l'ayisneer. They call it sneer. That's this place of sneer where they have wine that is karish. And maybe you could use it for your sukkah. What are the odds? But anyway, frantic gemara. L'chayim, you see, maybe it could be wine. So what's the raya? 
said, we used to have this Messiah from Rabbi Echanan, that that's how you know that you, uh, that you use only came along and he threw in a monkey wrench. He threw in a, a he- axe and he destroyed the Shtikotaya. Now we're stuck. How do you know that it has to be Davashayim and Kabbaltoma? So the Gemara says, Tuturatsim. Ravashi Yomer, Mi Garnacha, Veloi Goyen Atzmai, Mi Ikvecha, Veloi Yakav Atzmai. The Pasuk says, Mem, Mi. It has to be from the Goyen. It can't be the Goyen itself. So Mel obviously used straw and branches. And Mel, that's what you use for your Schach. That's Ravashi's Teretz. Ravchizda, Mehacha, different Pasuk. Pasuk. And say for Nehemiah, the pastor says like this, he told him to go out to the mountains, bring leaves of, of Zayas, leaves of oil wood, that's a hadas, and also this is talking about a sukkah, or, and, and yamtiv, and bring eights of us. Hainu hadas, hainu eights of us. Eights of us is the same, a fancy way of saying hadas. So why do you have to bring hadas and eights of us? They're the same thing. A hadas shaita is a hadas that's not misholish. We'll see later. It's not a kasher hadas. So that they brought for a sukkah. They ate avis and they brought kasher hadasim for alolav. So that's the mikar first that you know it's davashen mikavotoma because a hadas is davashen mikavotoma and it grows on the ground. So now there's two mikayas, either migarnecha or from ali avis that is not mikavotoma and is. Uh, uh, Gdulam and Aritz.